This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS... Can you smell what the rock is wiping? Running around with her tens forward. Wasn't there a group of giants called There Will Be Something? One size fits Johnson. Covered up her guinan. Mermaid pants! Oh, the New York Stock Exchange sorting hat. Thanks, malort. Beggars can be choosers. Dwayne Johnson won't wipe your butt. There's 30 companies that you can get. Major spoilers. Can't read today. Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I don't know about you, Vinny. You move fast. Maybe too fast. I would have sent you a big basket of fruit, but I figured I'd wait and see if you died. The morning stream. Now with 100% more Dermot McGrone and Don Cheeto. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for March 9th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Back from shit taco. That's right. <laughs> how was uh, uh, how was Chicago? Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. It was great. It was a really good time. Uh, Geek Bowl was fantastic. It was a, um, a really, really well-run competition. If, if there were any... You know, any complaints, I'd say that maybe the questions skewed a little bit too easy this year compared to previous years. Oh. I hate complaining that it was too easy. Yeah. But um, you you like a good balance every round. of If there are eight questions, you want like four difficult ones. Well, maybe four tough ones, two really uh, difficult questions, and two really easy questions. And I think they kind of went with more of like a six relatively easy questions and then two extremely difficult questions per round. Oh, wow. And um, at least that was our, that was our experience. Um, what, where did you place? I guess we haven't even talked about that yet. How'd you do? Yeah, we haven't, I, I didn't. So I posted this on Twitter. So um, we, the, the official um, placement, or at least on the screen when they rolled the, the things to, um, uh, to, give everybody their placement and where the top prizes yeah. they put us at 13 then we found out yesterday what the score that they had for us was which dis disagreed with what we had we double checked what we had and what we gave them and we really ended up in 10th place oh i see okay so they they misplaced us um we uh so i don't know if we'll i don't know if we'll um if we'll fight it or are you because it really doesn't matter only the top five teams get money so it's not like we're gonna uh, <laughs> right it's just pure know, it'd be for a, bragging rights but sure pure accuracy sort of argument there totally. I guess. but when when somebody asks us how we did we're going to say we took 10th place gotcha <laughs> that's what it is really yeah so how many uh what's the total lineup of Two, 233 teams that's total pretty good um, dude at this pretty thing. good 10th and place that, yeah put you in the top 10 percent if my math's right no Five, no, that puts you in the top five percent. Right. <laughs> top five percent. Top five percent. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit uh, even higher than that. Maybe even top four percent. But uh, that's great. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was a really, really good time overall. the The event itself was was great. They might be giants. Were fantastic. They played. Um, 
they played like three or four different sets, came out at different times during the the, uh, the competition, including they did the covers round. So they did, you know, um, covers that you had had to identify, but they changed um, they changed the lyrics to be about state capitals because you know they might be giants. They love their state capitals. They, they have a whole album oh, yeah. called uh, uh, "Presents the State Capitals." Right. So they did a cover of Outkast's "Hey Ya" that was about Atlanta. And you had to figure out the song they were doing, and then what uh, state capital they were talking about, because they didn't—they didn't just come out and go Atlanta. Anyway, so so they did that, and, and we just about aced that round. We didn't recognize a song by Bikini Kill, but we knew that they were talking about uh, Salem. Oh no, we knew they were talking about Olympia, Washington. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's cool. Those guys are great. Uh, did was, they did they do their uh, that weird Steven Tyler thing? The no no okay. no. That's uh, that's just a pure video thing. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's when they perform in concert. But they will show that video in concert as part of their warm up or, or something like that. But it is really weird. It's so weird. It is. I mean, yeah. you, they didn't do that here when they came. When I saw them, they right. had v- weird video stuff before and after, but they didn't show that. Yeah. That is one of the strangest. Yeah. Like when? At what point were they sitting around going? Guys, I have an idea. Somebody pull up that Run DMC uh, Aerosmith uh, collab. Walk this way video. Yeah, yeah uh, let's get let's get that done. Like, <laughs> we'll do new music to it, and uh, the thing is, br- is great. It's and so uh, crazy. if you haven't seen it yet, go to Scott's Twitter feed and take a look at it. Yeah, uh, it's it's very it's weird. weird. Or just you can search YouTube and do there there might no there might be giants. Uh, there will be. Or what is it? I can't think of the name. They of might that. be. They might. Be they giants. might be giants. I was gonna say there will be giants, but that's there will be dungeons. It's all in my head wrong. It's really funny though because they have a one of their earliest um, bonus tracks was a thing off the Don't Let Start off of um, their their self titled album, but it was on a B side of their. Um, I think it was a B side of Don't Don't Let Start. Yeah. And it was uh, a recording that somebody had left on their answering machine because before they really hit it big. They had a Brooklyn phone number that you could call and hear a new song every week by They Might Be Giants. And basically, they'd have it as their outgoing uh, message on their answering machine, people. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so you could call this number, and uh, and then you'd hear a new They Might Be Giants song. But it was also a, uh, a, a uh, uh, voice recorder. And so at the message or at the tone, you could leave a message. But there were a couple of people talking like, I don't know what this is. It's a there must be, there will be giants. Uh-huh. They, they are giants, maybe. <laughs> so funny. I mean, it yes, is the a... dial a song, the dial a song service. Exactly. Oh, is that what it was called? Dial a song. Yeah, okay. dial a song. I don't remember that at all. That's cool, though. But uh, so we had the, the uh, meetup on Friday night, which was awesome. Big, big thanks to barry folks and bobby and folks for um putting it together they went there and reserved a couple tables we had tables right by the bar um they got us some some appetizers they uh they really really uh did a great job kind of getting everything going and organized and yeah and having everybody there that's great um uh, a, a few uh, America's Next Top Podcaster contestants showed up. Rishi B from from season one showed up. Did they uh, enact with, uh, vengeance upon you when they saw you? I was fully expecting, totally expecting it. Okay. But uh, there was no, uh, there, I'd, I'd expected if Reed or maybe <laughs> Melissa showed up. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> I'd, get, I'd get great vengeance upon thee, uh, you know, thrown at me. But yeah. um, 
Rishi brought uh, his wife Vanessa and uh, her sister Rimley. Um, Gabriel and Kristen came from season two. Oh, you know, our, very nice. our couple that we kept split up for the entirety of of uh, NTP. That's right. They came and they are just they're just fantastic, wonderful people. Uh, Stephanie and Kurt. So um, Kurt works for uh, Minnesota Lottery. They, they, they live in Madison. I'm sorry, not Minnesota, Wisconsin Lottery. And he works overnight shifts maintaining the servers that keep that, that basically he has to make sure that nobody breaks in and hacks the um, Wisconsin Lottery server. That's so, awesome. What a cool yeah. gig that is. Because of that, they're not allowed to play the lottery. So, like, <laughs> if they bought a lottery ticket and won, be like, no, sorry, you can't collect that. So God, I told them to make sure to go check out uh, uh, McMillions, which which might be my recommendal this week. Oh, really? Um, hmm. Yeah, it's really, really good. Hmm. Um, uh, Stephanie uh, works. She just quit her full-time job to go full-time freelance. And she designs. This is the coolest thing. And I wonder if she's listening. I want her to put stuff in the tadpole on Facebook so people can check it out. She designs um, those mermaid uh, things that you can wear. So like it, it's basically like a a body stocking that you pull up over your legs. Okay. And um, and it's got a t- it's got scales and a tail, and you're a mermaid. And so you can like hop in a pool and go and float around and swim around like a, um, like a mermaid. But she does custom ones. So like she showed me designs that she had. She she likes Spider Man as much as I do. Sure. So she had some Spider Man designs. She had um, a really cool one based on Spyro the Dragon. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that thing's having so a resurgence she, a little bit, that game. People like totally. It. So, yeah. like, if you're looking for a custom-designed uh, mermaid tail, I don't, can you call it a tail? Uh, this is the whole bottom half of your body. But um, you can't call it mermaid legs because they're not legs. Right. What do you call that? Is it just a tail? A mermaid half costume <laughs> or a mermaid. <laughs> I don't know. Fins? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so now, that, anyway, well, that's a big. Um, hey, hey uh, so, Jeff Sire in uh, Canada, let us know your thoughts. What do you think, buddy? Should it be tail? Mermaid pants. Mermaid pants. <laughs> mermaid pants. I like that. I would think tail, but that means you know your your whole bottom half of your body is all tail. Yeah. Um. The whole thing. I mean, the the whole thing that she showed us. She brought her iPad and was showing us designs. Super cool. And she also does. Um, she's done some Spider-Man costumes. And so of course I'm super like, Oh, I want that. I want like a Spider-Man mm. custom made, like bodysuit. Super cool. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Stephanie and Kurt were awesome. Mike BC showed up. Um, and then, uh, Lesarge and his new wife, Raquel came. Mm. Oh, very nice. And, uh, it was fun. It was good to see them. They just got back from a trip to, uh, Barbados. They're in the, he's in the chat room right now. Um, Really, really cool. Like the, it was a really great event, and I only played one thing. I went and played Kiss Pinball mm. for uh, a little while with uh, uh, Don and um, and Rishi B. Um, How'd that he, go? Uh, it went. It was great. You know, it was, it, everything was open play except for a Stranger Things pinball machine and bubble hockey. Okay. And um, every everything else was open play, and that's the only thing I played in this really cool giant barcade. I was just too, so busy talking to everybody and hanging out and, and uh, chatting with folks. I think that's I was fine. there for about four hours. That's probably the better thing to do is to hang out with I everybody. I think it is the better thing. Right, because exactly. You can't really concentrate if you're trying to get your ship captured in Galaga. <laughs> right. What are you going to do? Tap your tap your wrist and go, okay, guys, this is enough talk. I got to go. I got to go exactly. play joust. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go see a, an ostrich about a buzzard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so the next morning, Don yeah. and I went up to Fado Irish Pub in uh, downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. We, had a, we had an Airbnb in the south side of Chicago. And if you've seen Shameless... Uh, um, I have, yes. Yeah, that's about the kind of the area that we were living in. <laughs> it was a little on the, uh, this this area is probably not one I'd want to walk around little sketchy. late at night. Mm. little sketchy, but uh, but the Airbnb was great. And, and um, it was a couple blocks from the L station, so we walked over there in the morning, got on the L, went up to Fado and watched uh, Premier League, English Premier League soccer. Yeah. And uh, Don ended up getting, you know, some biscuits, uh, a side of biscuits. And they gave you three of these biscuits. They're really big. So he saved one of them because he only needed two. Wrapped it up in a napkin. As we were walking around later that day, he's like, well, I'll save this. And I'll just give it to a homeless person if they need it. So we were walking around and a uh, uh, homeless guy is saying, oh, hey, you got anything? Can you help me out? And Don says, oh, are you, are you hungry? I've got a biscuit. And it's you know, wrapped up. First thing the guy says is, is it warm? <laughs> what? They get to be picky? No. <laughs> no. Really? That doesn't really, work dude. that way. No. Uh, is it warm? Uh-uh. Is it warm? Do you have any gravy? I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you send this back? It's not quite crisp enough. Like, come on. Oh, man. I mean, I but, I get I whatever. Everybody deserves whatever respect they should get. And if you got something warm for yes. them, great. But. I don't know. Sure. I don't know if you're just going to turn that down because it isn't warm. Come on. I guess I guess beggars can be choosers. I guess so. <laughs> he looked that gift horse right in the mouth. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. Uh, talk about being far away from from uh, what I'm used to in Colorado here, Mexican restaurants. So we went to breakfast yesterday morning before the flight and uh, uh, ordered a breakfast burrito. And I said, oh, can I get that smothered? And the waitress looks at me and goes, with what? <laughs> <laughs> like then she says gravy yeah no i don't want to smother with gravy do you have any green chili yeah well we have um salsa in the fridge i could pour that on it's like oh great yeah that'd be awesome take a nice fresh hot breakfast burrito mm-hmm. and then dump a bunch of ice cold uh picante sauce paste picante sauce all over it oh, is there, be awesome. there's nothing better in this world than cold <laughs> picante i wish i would just jk grammar i wish i would have thought to say what uh, she said with what i should have said kisses yeah kisses <laughs> smother it smother kisses. kisses i uh uh this happens when i ask for fry sauce anywhere else but utah they all look at me like oh you really mean, you mean ketchup we got ketchup is that what you're talking about yeah. like no it's like pink sauce pink sauce what the hell is that they don't know what it is <laughs> never done heard of it unless uh, you go Dossie, you Dossie, to... the weight watcher points on a smothered burrito i don't care mm. <laughs> that's that's the level they, we're at is you don't care because they it. didn't offer a breakfast salad so i don't care whatever you know i, I did so much walking this weekend i feel like i did pretty well I just spilled tea all over my front. I saw that. That was funny. Yeah, it really worked out great. Yeah. Well, uh, good. Well, you're back and and, and you're and I'm you're back well and healthy. No, uh, no, ma- were the, was the plane full of mask people or or what? No, I didn't see anybody on the plane with masks either going out or coming back. However, both both trips, uh, and I left on a Friday and came back on a Sunday. Big travel days for people. Yeah. Um, both planes were about half to seventy five percent full. Mm. Um. Yeah, that was going to be the big had no problem getting in an exit row, even being in the second boarding group, and um, got a got a window in an exit row. Nobody sitting next to me, uh, either uh, out or 
or back. So, yep, I heard that that would be a uh, very obvious change as people would see way less people. Well, I mean, you know, the airlines have been saying it. They've been like warning people that, uh, yeah, our uh, <laughs> we're having a problem. Also, the best deals yeah. on the planet are happening right now on on plane travel, which drives me a little yeah. crazy. I understand there's the whole issue of you know supply and demand. I get it. I understand how sure. it works, but when people fly less and a ticket that was going to cost me 280 bucks mm-hmm. round trip is down to 60 round trip start to wonder if they're not taking advantage of demand when there's demand there mm. yeah no oh, you're able to do that uh, the rest mm. of the time okay good huh mm. interesting yeah i don't like yeah, that, that not one bit but uh anyway well i'm glad that's the best kind of travels when there's less people in a plane i like that absolutely yep nice uh, and easy nice nice uh, fun trip we didn't win, but you know what? We all, we had a great time, and everybody contributed. We had uh, um, all the questions that came up where we had to collaborate. We did such a great job of sussing out answers that individually we wouldn't have been able to come up with, oh, but gotcha. together came up with it. So great time, and the Geeks Who Drink guys put out another great, uh, another great um, competition. Would you say that you guys were able to stop, collaborate, and listen? Did that happen? We we absolutely did that. Oh, oh Sackbadigan. I sorry, I keep forgetting that Sackbadigan is a quiz master. Round three was a blast that we had a round where um underneath our chairs, one chair in each table, there was a bag of scrabble tiles. Oh, cool. And we had to uh, there were eighty four scrabble tiles in there, and I think they were all regular regular um scrabble value. Right. Like, in other words, a C was four, just like it is in the regular Scrabble game. Right. 84 tiles in there. We got eight questions and each of our answers had to use those Scrabble tiles. We had to use each tile exactly once. So basically, once we put an answer together, we had to leave it up there on our and, and then and then transcribe it onto our paper, obviously. Sure, sure. And the uh, total value of every answer had to be 23. Oh, cool. And uh, the first question was who starred in the movie? The number 23. Oh, no way. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. And when you spell out Jim Carrey in Scrabble tiles, it, it costs or it gives you 23 points. Shut up. How you, crazy is that, who right? Who figured that one out? That's insane. I don't know, but I figure that's that had to be the genesis of that question is somebody figured out that that uh, if you if you play Jim Carrey uh, as a Scrabble um, as a Scrabble answer, it's worth 23 points. It's funny how you would even come up come up with that you know like how you'd even come to yeah. that answer like you were exactly. you just sitting around one day going well it's a movie with a number in it and then the actor <laughs> in it and then you got to narrow it down to whoever has the name right that's right. just crazy to me right so of course with the whole uh michael jordan connection to chicago there's a whole round about 23 and so that was great it was oh, such yeah. a good um such a good good round that's awesome i'm glad yeah. you had a good time man that's uh Good, good that uh, not only did you have a good time, you placed well. I mean, considering we the, the size of yeah. the thing, you guys are 2014 champions. I remember that 2014 and 20, uh, 2008, no, 2011, 2011 and 2014 That's champions. Not bad. I think uh, there's a future where you're champions again. I can feel it. I feel I'm, it. I'm hoping. Uh, maybe it'll be Austin. Austin is next year, uh, middle of February, and mm. um, looking nice. forward to going. I think Tina will go this time. Oh, nice. Austin, eh? Is Austin. it around the same time of year? It'll be in the middle of uh, February, right around um, basically the Saturday before Valentine's Day. Okay. It'll be February 13th. All right. Hmm. So if you're thinking about going. I wouldn't mind watching should, one of those live. It sounds like fun. I've never. Oh, it's such a blast. And if they have spectators, 
Do they do that um, normally? They didn't this year. Normally they do. Normally they do sell spectator tickets. This year, I think because of the layout of the venue, there was there wasn't a place to put spectators where they wouldn't be right in among the teams. Gotcha. And since spectators can have their phones out, it would be really easy for them to help a team that happened to be sitting right next to them. So were they? Uh, did they live stream this or anything? Or could anyone see it? No, no. Uh-huh. And they need to. They need to live stream it, even if there's like maybe a ten minute delay, yeah. so that people can't like text somebody <laughs> an answer on their wrist saying the answer is ipswich clams you know <laughs> always so, the like, answer is ipswich clams oh every answer is ipswich clams that's very cool um, i hope they do that or at the very least next year's has a, a spectator thing because i think I, yeah. I i wouldn't mind seeing that you yeah. talk so much about it and it always sounds fascinating to me and i would be terrible in it but I would like to see the competition of it. You know, you it, but uh, even if you played, you'd, you'd have a blast. I imagine we could probably get a, a Frog Pants team. Oh, Lord. That, uh, it, you know, whatever. If they didn't even come in the top 100, you guys would have such a great time coming up with the answers and seeing the seeing the questions and stuff like that. Can, it's just an, so well done. Anybody can enter? It's like a, Anybody can enter. You don't have to qualify. The only qualification is spending the... 50 bucks a ticket or whatever it is per <laughs> per player is there a, is there a, a cap though where they're like okay we can only take so many teams or uh i mean obviously there yes. is at some point yes, they, they can cap it take. off at whatever the um uh whatever the the number of whatever the venue can hold so vegas could hold 250 they did 250 last year um the aeon ballroom at the end of navy pier could only hold 233 so that's where they capped it off all right very nice. Well, congratulations, yeah. Mr. Five. I hung out for a little bit with uh, Brad Rudder, too. Oh. Uh, Jeopardy Jeopardy um, champion Brad Rudder, who didn't do so well in the Greatest of All Time tournament a couple of years ago or last year, but uh, um, but of course is you know one of the best players of Jeopardy ever. Oh yeah, he's he's up, up there, there with Ken Jennings and Holzhauer. Like, it's like three of those guys that are just like nonstop awesome. Yep. Did, so three. Jennings is the all time, right? Didn't he get it? He got the all time. They um. It depends on what record you're looking at. Most days one was Jennings. Most amount of money one was Brad Rudder. Or, or no, single biggest day score was Brad Rudder. Oh, I can't remember what their three. Each of them have a different record. Let's see. I'm trying to find because I thought he was awarded some title um, with this last competition where they had the the their big uh, – yeah. showdown jennings has the um, oh here it is four wins january okay. 15th of this year ken jennings is crowned jeopardy greatest of all time uh let's see this is official wait a minute let's see yeah jeopardy the show i didn't see oh. this i wanted to see this but he got the, the trophy and the title best of all time because he won the he won yeah. the, the 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 fight with those other two dudes mm-hmm uh, who are the other two dudes? Hold on, is it is James it? Holzhauer and Brad Rutter? Yeah. So Ken Jennings has won seventy four. His his streak was seventy four games. He has the record. James Holzhauer was only able to do thirty two games last year. Um, Ken Jennings also has the highest winnings in regular season play, two and a half million. Uh, James Holzhauer has the highest single game winnings, one hundred thirty one thousand. He actually holds the, <laughs> the top, like the top, uh, like all, every spot in the top ten for highest. Wow. Uh, single game winnings, but Brad uh, Rudder has the all-time winnings, uh, highest uh, amount of money won, almost $5 million from Jeopardy. Wow, look at that. Including tournaments and things like that. 
So, well, uh, congratulations Brad, to all three of Brad Rutter's team was right next to ours, and so afterwards. I, I had met him at Tacona a few years ago, the Trivia Championships in North America in, in Vegas. And uh, um, and so just you know, walked up and said, hey, I don't know if you remember me from Tacona. And he goes, oh, yeah, of course I remember me. I was like, yeah, you, you say that to everybody probably. <laughs> so, Wayne, is Brad Rutter the guy with the beard or the other guy with the sweater? He's the guy with the beard. Okay. Nope, he's the guy with the beard. All right. That's cool. Yep. I wish yeah. my last name was Rudder. Rudder. I don't know why. Sounds cool. It does. Anyway, well, great. This is all good. Yeah. So it's a good time. Thanks, thanks, Chicago, for being so awesome. Yeah, thanks, and, Chicago. Uh, you're a hell of a here's town. Here's a quick recommendation. If you're going to have Malort, uh, we had Malort after Saturday night, after the competition was over. We walked back into um, uh, downtown Chicago, went over to Tommy O'Toole's. If you're going to have Malort, uh, don't do it on the night that you're going to lose an hour anyway, because you might attribute it accidentally to the Malort mm. and say, I don't even know what happened in the last hour. Oh, wow. Thanks, Malort. Wow. Is <laughs> Malort's hardcore then, I take it? Malort is that hardcore, really bad tasting alcohol that people have described as tasting like pencil shavings and desperation. <laughs> terrible. Those are terrible things. And, that's a, like. and that is a very, the pencil shavings is not, it's, it's not uh, inaccurate. It's very similar to, it's like it has a weird, <laughs> a weird earthy taste to it that's horrible. Here it is, introduced in the 1930s and long produced by Chicago's Carl Jepson Company. Uh-huh. Uh, Oh, in 2018, as its last employee was retiring, the brand was sold to CH Distillery of Chicago's Pilsen neighborhood. Um, let's see. 70 proof, introduced in the 1930s by Carl Jepson. Carl Jepson. That's great. That's yeah. great. It's got some history. If you ever want to if you ever want to uh uh find a great article, Chicago Magazine a couple years ago did the uh what Malort tastes like and it's uh people's reviews like John Hodgman says pencil shavings and heartbreak. Um, uh, Nisi Lounge in Wrigleyville says Malort tastes like fertilizer, except it doesn't grow on you. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that's some shade there. That's what yeah. that is. Anyway, well, it's horrible. It was introduced in the 30s, so we have to do this by law. 1930, 1930, 1930, 1930. There you go. That's the there rules. I don't make the right. rules. Anyway. I don't make the rules. I have to play that when I have to play it. Uh, yeah. Quick note here, uh, put up a new Fred and Can this morning. It is uh, a bit of a shock to some. Turns out Fred's trying his hand at YouTube uh, channel making. A YouTube uh, cooking channel. Good for him, man. <laughs> if you want to know more, head on over to fredandcan.com and uh, you'll see uh, the latest where uh, Fred is trying to make his, his mother's famous morning muffins. And uh, unfortunately, there's a certain ingredient in there that, well, he just can't use. <laughs> <laughs> so go check it out. That's fredandcan.com, and uh, it's available uh, as an RSS uh, thing. So if you want to get it that way, you can. You want to get an email, that's an option. You want to just check the site out, that's cool. It's also on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else. So go Rusty Nell says, does uh, Free Hotel Room earn royalties from this issue, Fred and Can? I don't think no. uh, Free Hotel Room came up with this idea. No, he, he, I have yet to use a Free Hotel Room concept for anything I've done for anything ever. <laughs> 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 so I mean, not that I won't. It may if he has some brilliant pop off one day and just like, oh my gosh, that's a great. Right. I'll even give him name yeah. credit. I'll put it in the comic. I'll put down Absolutely. there. Joke by free hotel, free hotel room. room. Sure. I'll do it. Don't think I won't. But so far, let's just say, keep workshopping it there, Bob. <laughs> let's just say that. Yeah. There you go. No offense. All right. 
Let's get uh, Brian Dunaway up in it. Yeah. Let's see if we can't give away some prizes today. That's always a fun time. Let's see here. How does that work on my end? I always forget. There we go. Okay. Uh, the number you're going to want to call in a moment is 801-471-0462. And this is our theme music, and off we go. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new segment. No, it's not new. It's called Babble, Babble Royale. We've been doing it for a long time, and uh, we have a good friend with us who does it with us. His name is Brian Dunaway, and he's here right now. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hello. 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 How are you guys? It's you. Hey, uh, it's good to have you on here on a Monday. It's also Boop Day, so happy Boop Day, everybody. Boop we do day. a little Boop Day later in the show or later in the day, which would be great. We'll talk about also, that. Also, Poop Day, totally unrelated. Oh, you wait. Oh, you wait till Mondays, do you? Poop, I'm, poop and boop. Yeah, poop, right. Poop and boop. Don't do them simultaneously, please. No, and don't. The podcast is not poop. And the poop is not boop. Anyway, hey. But it can be a game. <laughs> it can be. Uh, it's good to have you here. We also have a listener on the line who has already called and locked in. Let's find out who this is. Hi, good morning. Hello, good morning, Scott. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? This is Paul from Canada. Paul from Canada. Paul from Canada. That's fantastic. What part of Canada are you in? Calgary, Alberta. Ah, very nice. That's oh, just right across the street. Up north from us. Yeah, right across the street from uh, Toronto is my understanding. <laughs> Can you see the CN Tower from there? Yeah, it's great. No, you guys with your hole, your money with holes in it, you're the best. All right, hey, let's get right to it and see if we can award you some fun prizes today. Uh, Brian, let's, let's explain the rules, the topic, and how and what he could win. Will do. So I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives me a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job, Paul is to predict who's going to come out on top based on what the topic is about. Today, you're playing for a copy of Project Warlock on Steam, as well as Okami HD. You'll get both of those from Steam, if Ooh. you are correct. That's not bad. Okami's a amazing Okami. game. Yeah. Okami. Okami. It's a really good Silly game, though. Kami. It's very good. Cool. Also, I didn't want to uh, let it pass without you knowing that I noticed your aboot. That was very good. <laughs> Thanks. Nice I like job. to slide, slide those in. Yeah. Uh, this one comes to us. Today's topic comes to us from Clone Hot Dogs in our chat room. Uh, real name is Michael. Mm. <laughs> I've outed you, Michael. Your real name is Michael. Um, he says, with all the noise coming from the stock market in the past few weeks, the term Dow Jones Industrial Average has been thrown around a lot. Dow Jones Industrial Average is a stock market index that measures the stock performance of 30 large companies listed on stock exchange in the United States to gauge the performance <laughs> of the stock market as a whole. Yeah, I do too. Uh, <laughs> can you name the 30 companies that make up the Dow Jones Industrial Average? Oh my gosh. 30 large U.S. companies. That's all That's all you need to know. Holy Moses, dude. So 30 companies that make up the Dow Jones. Is that what you're asking? Yes. That's right. 30 companies. Not okay. the NASDAQ. I'll not go ahead NASDAQ. and tell you right now, I'm probably not going to do as well as I would hope because I thought it was something different. Than that. <laughs> that was 30, oh, really? 30 doesn't even sound like the right number, but Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think if you try, if you if you take a stab at this, you guys will. Probably oh, I'm sure I'm going to have some guesses, and I'm yeah. sure a few of them are going to be correct. Sure. I'm just saying that 30 would not have been the number that I would have picked. Well, exactly. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. Uh, Paul, 
hearing that 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 uh, glowing confidence level from Mr. Dunaway, right. <laughs> as, well as, <laughs> as well as Scott, uh, who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win this? Um, it's a tough pick, isn't it? Scott to start and Scott to win. All right, yeah, throw it all in my lap. I like this. All right, let's see if we can do it. Let's do it for Canada. All right, uh, so if I'm starting, (laughs) uh, I think American Express is on there. Yeah, American Express is absolutely on there. Uh, Financial Great. American Express. Uh, Joined in 1982. Oh, been a while. Interesting. That's back when that guy was going, blah, 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 blah. Oh, no, that was Federal Express. Never mind. That was Federal Express, yeah. Right. How about um, how about the, uh, well, there's so many that are making me scared because some of them are tech companies, and I'm like, when did they start, and how does that? doesn't matter when they um, started. You know, some of these are. Oh, I know, but I'm just trying to figure out which place they would be at. So, okay, how about, I will go with uh, Walt Disney, who is probably currently uh, doing pretty good. Are they pretty good? Yeah, they joined yeah, in 1991. Uh, they are on the um, 91 on the New York Stock Exchange. I would have thought 1991. Earlier. Yeah. Would have thought earlier too, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Right. Um, All right. Well, that's like when they really started getting. That's really when they started spreading out and uh, really getting out of movies, getting into TV and diverse. other 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 things. Yeah, cable right. was just kicking off, and yeah, all that stuff. You're right. Um, okay, uh, General Electric's got to be on there. Oh yeah, G Castle. to the E. That was the other one. Um, yeah. What? Hold on. Oh, they have to be. G E. They has gotta to be. be. I would think they would have started the whole thing. They're Been not. Like, they're not. We're G E. We've done everything. Has to be. Well, hold, hold on. I'm not seeing G E listed anymore in oh, the come on. Uh, Dow Jones no Industrial Average. What? Well, what How is that they possible? Be? They have to be there. They are not in. Let's see what? here. I'm gonna see. Yeah, uh, they're not listed. I'm gonna find here. That's um, impossible. Uh, they, had the longest continuous present on a presence on the index beginning in 1907, ending in 2018. They're oh, you are kidding me! Oh, what? Two years ago. What? Where did they go? <laughs> what happened to them? Where did they I go? Don't I don't know. I don't know. They uh, they they're no longer in there. Shit. That's not. Walgreens, Walgreens replaced GE, which had been a component of the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average since 1907. Walgreens Holy replaced Moses? General Electric. Yeah. They got majorly devalued, according to... Uh, wow. That, wow. Is, that is mind-blowing to me. I so, cannot believe that. <laughs> wow. I thought for sure you know, it was like, yeah, okay, give it GE. It's like, uh, no. No, I would have done that was totally that was a throwaway. I mean, it was like such an easy one. I thought, I thought, and it would have been two years ago. Yeah, sorry, two and a half. Wow, oh my gosh, years ago. Here's what he could have said: Uh, 3M, Apple, Boeing, Caterpillar, Chevron, Cisco, Coca-Cola, Dow Inc. Uh, Exxon Mobil, uh, Goldman Sachs, The Home Depot, IBM, Home Intel. Home Depot? Wait, <laughs> yeah, Home Depot. we're basing our success on a, as a country on Home <laughs> Depot? Yeah, well, they tried to they tried to uh, get it off there, but they couldn't find anybody. <laughs> tried to get it off the Dow Jones Industrial <laughs> Nobody was around to help them. Uh, let's see. IBM, Intel, Johnson & Johnson. I would have expected you to get that yeah, one. I didn't think JP about Morgan that. Chase, McDonald's, uh, Microsoft, McDonald's. Merkin Company, Nike, Pfizer, Procter & Gamble, Travelers Companies, United Health Group, United Technologies, Verizon, Visa, Walmart, and then before. Is it a cap of 30? Like you can't go higher yeah, than 30? The, well, they, they cap it at, the, at these 30 companies that 
um, they can look at their successes and failures on the stock exchange and right. come up with an average for the entire the entire uh, interesting industry, the entire stock exchange. That's, That's just, not how I thought that part of it worked at all. Interesting. Yeah, I, I have totally, no idea. Yeah. It's like it's like saying, "How are video games doing?" Well, let's take a look at how um, Activision, Blizzard, EA, and uh, Ubisoft are doing, and sure. then base the right. whole thing on how those. I thought it was doing. based off some kind of other statistic or something. I that's amazing to yeah, me. Yeah, I showed you how little I know about yeah, it. Yeah, neither not neither of us are real stock guys at all. And here I am, winner. Yeah, winner with one answer. With one answer, I really <laughs> thought this would go a little bit longer. I thought, all right, well, they'll get Apple and Microsoft, and yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, the news segment thanks thanks us for being so short. Uh, so so Paul, we're terrible. I'm terrible. I feel bad. How do you feel? You feel all right? How do you feel? It's all right. I would have guessed GE too. I've dealt with them once. Yeah, Very huge company. yeah. yeah feel like a solid guess. It seems so so right, but so wrong. Well, uh, poo poo on me. Uh, next time you call in, I'm going to do way better, or at the very least, you'll pick the other guy. <laughs> I don't know which way it'll go, but have a fantastic day and try again, won't you? All right, there goes yeah. Paul into the Canadian wilderness. Uh, boy, that's a weird bummer. And also, I, I'll one. tell you another one I thought was was uh, truth here that I was wrong about. I thought that the Nasdaq is where people like Apple and Microsoft would be. That's what I thought too. That's why I was getting confused. But this is something sure. totally different. Yeah. That, oh that's gosh. the that's the stock exchange that they're on. So there's the yeah, New York yeah. Stock Exchange and Nasdaq. Um, uh, but uh, this is just the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So it's just the index that they use. But to, the Nasdaq is like just tech stocks, right? Or do I have that all in my head wrong? I, I must it, have. It's wrong. primarily it is. tech it is stocks, because, right? Yeah, because it's uh, on this list: Apple, Cisco, right. Intel, Microsoft, and well, Walgreens is on Nasdaq. Right. Because don't they have to go like through it, like have to go like through a sorting hat kind of thing? They're like, oh no, you go to the. Uh... <laughs> okay, so Nasdaq, I course, is the top. It's funny, but everybody, yeah, but everybody on this list that's tech, or I'm sorry, you know, like you said, Apple, Cisco, Intel, Microsoft, all Nasdaq, but then so is Walgreens, which yeah. I would not consider right. a tech company. Right. Although you can get a USB cable there, so oh, there's that. There is that. Yeah. yeah. Can't get that right at Home Depot. Heating pads and, and baby things aspirin. that people without money don't know. Yeah, there you go. Today I'll, on I'll say I'll say this. Even if so I've got a small little four oh one K thing that I just carried over sure. the years that's still in you know, well, get it managed. out of GE if it is. Oh well, gosh! <laughs> I mean you may want to get it out of everything because as of today it may be worth nothing, but uh uh, we'll see. They actually halted. St they actually halted trading today, which they trading hardly trade. ever do unless oh, something wow. really drastic is happening. And sadly, something drastic seems to be happening. So yeah, I would say um, Pfizer would be a good one to invest in right now. <laughs> yeah, right, Pfizer. Right. They're going to have all the money. Three uh, M mask. Three M mask. Exactly. Yeah. Who else? Uh, what else can we do? You can soak your feet in Coca Cola. That's my way of getting right. people to buy Coke. <laughs> yeah, sure. So do that, and then well, watch Coke Zero. Oh, Coke, oh Coke Zero. Right. That'll kill. The, that'll kill the bacteria. It'll kill everything. That's right. Uh, well, well done. Hey, look. Later today, uh, Brian uh, Dunaway and I will not talk about the stock market at all. We'll talk about video games because they're fun and throw away and and not important to make. Throw away. Well, you know, it's it's, it's, it's my entire life, Scott. I mean, it's How a lot. Just throw away my life. I'm not going to throw away your life. In fact, I'm going to embrace your life. We're going to talk about it today at 3:30 Mountain Time, right here at Frogpants.tv. Please tune in, or if you'd rather, you can get the podcast. That's the whole point of it. The podcast comes out later, uh, right after we record, and we got lots of stuff to talk about uh, today. Uh, and I can't wait. It'll be great. Dunaway, any final words before I kick you out? 
Hey, man, uh, could you get me some hand sanitizer? No, they're, I it's can't all find gone. Any. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Although, by the way, so no problem getting toilet paper on Amazon. They just and it's cheap. You just get it. It's not a big deal. Right, I don't know right. why everyone thinks toilet paper's out everywhere, but if you need some toilet paper, you just get on Amazon to do it. Now, if you're trying well, to get, I, I think I think the thing is that uh, there is so much abundance of already made toilet paper that we couldn't even hit a dent <laughs> in the current the stockpiles. Stock. Yeah, our uh, worldwide yeah, stockpiles of toilet I, paper I, through I the roof. I have a feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling they have like warehouses full of that shit tissues. Yeah. Well, uh, they yeah. <laughs> That's a good term you used there. It was just yeah. perfect for our conversation. Uh, I have a com- stream. I have a uh, um, I have a news story today that's totally tied to that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Hey, it's Brian Dunaway, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Stay out of trouble. See you Thank next you. time. Okay. Cool. That was great. Uh, all right, we are uh, literally going to do the news. So let's do it right now. Hi, breaking news. <laughs> Brian, it's the news brought to you by whom? We have hats on the store. TMS hats. Scott, give us the details. All right, so here's the details. Uh, for those who don't know about this, TMS has just made a couple of hats. One's a beanie, one's a cap. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pulling up the site. There we go. All right, so uh, you can see this on your screen chat room. The cap version says TMS, the morning stream, right up front. It's a black hat with white lettering. Uh, super cool, super gangster. I'm going to pull this up here. So it's Black hat. Oh, no. Why isn't that showing up? You're going to totally right, be go. black hat when you wear that. Uh, Do we have white hat? Crap. Stupid. My computer's being dumb. All right, there we go. Uh, available now. You can go add that to a cart and uh, go for it. It's a very nice cap, and I'm. Uh, we got a pair coming to us as well, Brian, so we'll watch for that. Ooh, yay. Uh, TMS beanie is similar, except it's got the logo down on the, on the brim part of the beanie there that you put around your head. Perfect for those beanie-wearing beanie heads. Right. Uh, Keep your so, head warm if yeah. you live in Chicago, especially. That's right. Uh, if you want to find this, it's super easy. Go to frogpants.com slash store, and uh, you will find the TMS goodies there today. They are up and available. Super cool. Yep, and they're going pretty quick already, even without us announcing it. So you want to get on this if you want them, because I don't know if we have an unlimited run. Um, yeah. So if the you want baseball it, cap it. is adjustable, right? Like it'll fit uh, large heads as well as oh, small heads. Right. That's uh, the other thing is it will fit my head uh, and others. It will fit up to my head, yeah. which one is one size fits Johnson. Yes, which is a big deal if you know how stupid, yes. fat, and big my head is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if it fits your head, it'll fit every head. That's right. The uh, and there and they have the the actual uh, dimensions on the site so you can see all that stuff nice. and the beanie will fit anybody so go for it uh all right brian let's get into Perfect. it here I, love, I just love this first headline i love it it's love pretty it, good Scott. san antonio woman's bag of hot cheetos filled with regular cheetos instead oh, oh the humanity i know i why do we go with such a dark story to start with? Wow, this is hardcore. This just in. Yeah, we this interrupt is... this. We interrupt this newscast to bring you some breaking news. It says San here, Antonio's <laughs> woman's bag of hot Cheetos filled with regular Cheetos. Yep. Best part of it is this first paragraph. Imagine getting a flaming hot Cheetos bag craving, securing a bag for yourself, only to open it and find just regular Cheetos. <laughs> that cheated feeling. Sorry, that cheated Cheeto feeling is what happened to Ashley Garcia last week. She said she bought a bag from a vending machine at her last job or job last Tuesday for a buck twenty-five. Boy, that stuff's gone up, hasn't it? Out of a machine. Yeah. That seems like a lot. Anyway, after shaking the bag up some, 
hoping to uh, find the red dust that makes the spicy version of the chips so great. Chips? They're not chips. Uh, yeah, it's snack. Yeah. I wouldn't call them chips. But I, didn't, I never thought about doing that. Like, if you get a bag of uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos mm -hmm. out of a vending machine, first thing you do is shake it so that it spreads the dust over all the Cheetos uh, evenly. Yeah, because who knows how long it had been sitting there just stagnant and right. not doing anything. Exactly. That little spring thing... Uh, doesn't do much of a job of mixing up your red dust on your Cheetos. Yep. Here's her freak out uh, reaction. She says, my first thought when I opened the bag, uh, grabbed one and saw that it was in my hand. And I went, what the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I looked inside the bag and shook it around to be sure. And yep, there were cheesy Cheetos, she said. And then I thought, you've got to be kidding me. She was really upset. This really got Jeez. her. Uh, the gypped snacker. Is that still okay to say? Gypped? I don't like you're supposed to say that. Anymore. I don't think you're supposed to use that phrase anymore. Yeah, or somebody, somebody doesn't like it. Mysanantonio.com. Yeah, exactly. Somebody doesn't like it. The gypped snacker. I'll read it as they wrote it. Uh, didn't eat the Cheetos. She laughed off the mishap and texted her siblings the photos. Uh, they suggested she contact the company on Facebook. This was too hilarious not to share with you guys. She told Cheetos in a message about the rare bag alert. I hate everything about this. Yes, exactly. Cheetos replying as Chester, the company mascot, told her to contact customer service. I wouldn't trust that guy. You kidding me? <laughs> He's all methy and skinny and weird looking. Yeah. Hey, make sure you contact customer service <laughs> about your flaming hot Cheetos. I mean, it sure sounds like like the first thing she did is not go, oh my God, I'm so going to post about my outrage on Twitter and Facebook and blah, blah, blah. It sounds like at least the way that she's phrasing it to this article is, oh, you know, friends coaxed me into like letting the company know about it. I wouldn't right. have done it otherwise. I would have just said, oh, I don't need any internet fame or, or <laughs> unnecessary. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I don't need any attention. I just want to do, I just want to do right by the I company. Just want, I'll just go buy another bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. What? what? Can't be. Anyway, yeah. she said, uh, or no, Cheetos says they're going to start an investigation. Because here's the problem. I look at this from the logistics of it. Right. Uh, in theory, if one bag is wrong, there's probably right. a bunch of bags that are wrong. Like the whole batch would be wrong. And yeah. And you yeah. got to find that out because that's bad. So now there's going to be a total recall on, uh, yes, a total recall on, <laughs> yeah. on Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Is there, is there a way that we can use this uh, to help stop the spread of the coronavirus? Like, you know, uh, is there, is there like some, some use of non-flaming hot Cheetos in a flaming hot Cheetos bag that we can use <laughs> no, to stop like the spread? Can we put the bags over our heads to spread the, uh, stop the spread of the disease? There I don't go. know. I don't know what we can do. I don't know either, but there's something there. I think you're right. That's American ingenuity, Brian, at work. It is. Exactly. Very nice. Um, all right. Here's, I got to skip this one just in case we don't get to this other one I have to do today. Sure. 15 ways to wipe your butt. <laughs> When the toilet paper is all gone, okay? I, I looked. I had to look at the bottom and see BuzzFeed, but no, it's not BuzzFeed. I'm nope. amazed that this is not BuzzFeed. Nope, this is urbansurvivalsite.com. 15 ways to wipe your butt when the toilet paper is all gone. It's been said the toilet paper Hop will be... on the bus, Gus. <laughs> Make a new plan, Stan. <laughs> Don't need to be coy, Roy. Just set yourself free. <laughs> Who did that? that? Hold on, don't tell me... Simon and Garfunkel. Nope. Paul, right. Paul Simon. Just, just Paul Simon. Okay. Yeah. They were broke up by then. Yep. 
Uh, it's been said that toilet paper be worth its weight in gold after the shit hits the fan, says ah! this article. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's far from the truth. Toilet paper is a modern luxury. I'm going to do it in that voice because that's how this okay. makes me want to. Uh, sure. The people tend to take for granted until the moment they reach for it and find nothing but a cardboard roll. When that <laughs> happens, uh, they would gladly pay top, pay top dollar for a few squares. I can only spare a square. I can't, can't spare a square. I love that episode. Um, yeah. You know you've been there, of course. All you have to do is waddle around the house until you find some... T- no one does this. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> If you, if I sit down on the crapper and there is a empty roll there, yeah, I don't. I go find the pa- the paper before I go. I don't, oh, you do. You're you're you do. You're smart enough to look at the roll before you start doing your business. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. That who does who? The, we have the problem that we have a cat that likes to go crazy on the toilet paper roll if it's exposed. So we have a, um, an industrial strength blue plastic container that our toilet paper sits in that's got a clear cover on it, a clear blue cover on it. But you can't, you don't see it until you're right in front of it uh, and uh, and the and the blue uh, tint makes it so you might not notice it. However, Tina's really good about um, uh, making sure that there's always a spare roll in the cabinet next to it. Yeah, that's what you need. However, if, if Tina uh, didn't do that, and she wasn't home, and I couldn't just yell into the other room. Tina, bring me toilet paper. <laughs> I probably, I probably just call Postmates. Yeah, just call Postmates. Have them do it. They'll bring yeah, it to your yeah. house. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> but will they go through the front door and into the bathroom and hand it between the little gap that you've created between the door? Well, and I can, you? I can remote unlock the front door. Oh, okay. And just say, yeah, just, uh, just, <laughs> just walking in to go to your left. Okay, now, now you're just right in front I'm of sorry. me. I mean, in. I guess if Tina's not home, it doesn't matter, right? Because uh, nobody else is home now, so it's just me and Tina and the yep. dog and the cat. So I could waddle down to the <laughs> to the pantry and get a, a fresh roll. It's the waddling part I most disagree it with. It is. The, I don't yes, like exactly. It. I don't well, like it. What are you going to do? Anyway, the, here are these other ways, okay? So this is the, the whole point of this is that I'm going right. to now share with you. 15 things you can use. Oh, the geez. 15 other things that are possible in your life. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one paper so newspaper phone books notebook paper printer paper. it's a very good use for phone books these days by the way yeah also serious lacerations and possible hospital visit because now you've got a destroyed anus yeah i mean i'd recommend if you end up using newspaper take the sheet of newspaper crumple it up yep. then unroll unfold it yep. and crumple it up again then unfold it yep. you know do that four or five times make it uh, absolutely get that fiber you know all flayed out that's the way you do it brian is 100 exactly. correct on that um and you can get away with that with printer paper too you just gotta crumple it yeah. uncrumple it crumple it do that like five times yeah you'll be good all right wipes sure baby wipes uh, yeah or, uh, but you can't put it in the turlet though it'll clog right. it there are some flushable wipes that you can use that's true they say, they say flushable on there. They break down. Uh, Kleenex. That sure, to me is a is a no-brainer because you're That would actually probably be the first thing I'd go for. That actually should be at the top of the list. Well, I've heard people say that the reason there's this run on toilet paper isn't because that everybody's afraid they're not going to have toilet paper in a, in a pandemic. A they're, they're getting it right. because they want to use it as Kleenex. An alternative to Kleenex if they get the you know, virus and they're snotting all over the place. Yeah, you take a roll and you go, you know, lay on the couch and you just keep your roll with you, right? That's what I heard. Yeah. Let's see. Less common alternatives. A sponge. 
They did this in Roman times, I guess. <laughs> did they? Yes, so weird. Yeah. Uh, that feels a little too, a little too uh, non-disposable for me. I agree. It also says this: damp sponges, like the kind you're using, uh, you know, in the kitchen, are yeah. already breeding grounds for horrible bacteria. So if you want to yeah. use this thing, you better soak it in bleach or. Yeah, and it better not go back to the kitchen. Yeah, ever. Don't do I don't that. care. I don't care how how far you bleach it, alcohol, soak, whatever. Mm-hmm. Never again. Okay, how about this one? Number five. Yeah. A rock. Not the rock. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's not going to wipe your butt. <laughs> uh, but it says not any rock. Also you- <laughs> lacerations. <boy. laughs> it says you have to find a smooth but not sharp rock that, uh, like the one in this picture, they show this big flat rock. It's like a skipping rock. Um. And uh, you just do the scrape method like they used to do back in the days. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, so you have access to rocks, <laughs> but not to toilet paper? <laughs> well, I mean, you could just go outside and get one, right? In theory. You just go out and get a rock, and then when you, yeah, you rinse it off when you're done. You're you not- could also go outside and get toilet paper yeah. <laughs> at the 7-Eleven down the street. It's true. You have the, you you have the wherewithal. Yeah. Well, the idea here is that imagine a world where it's all gone. There's no toilet paper left, and nobody's okay. making it. Okay, all right. That's their thinking. Well, we have a bidet, and and if we didn't have that, I don't know. I like no toilet paper for some reason. The bidet thing wasn't working, or we just have a bidet attachment on our toilet. But yeah, let's say that all I the water know. stuff would not rock. Would be rock would not be this high on my list. Oh, it'd be pretty low for me too. Yeah, yeah this is exactly. fifth. This is like halfway through the list, and that's just too. It's too much. Okay, yeah, how about this I mean, one. We've got we've got a little removable. We've got a removable shower handle thing, but. I mean, that would be a dire situation just like, okay, well, now I've got to bleach the shower. I know. And then there's a run on bleach, and then you can't get the bleach, and then yeah. you're screwed. Everything's bad. Exactly. All right, All right water. It says, in many countries, toilet paper is unheard of, and instead people wash with water. To do this, you use a plastic cup and another pouring device. Fill it with warm water, pour it into your cupped, sorry, into your cupped left hand, and do the necessary cleaning. Never I don't shake see that, how that works at all. Never shake that person's hand ever. Yeah, yeah. I don't see how that works. Like, oh, I have a, I have a handful of water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me five. Okay. No, thank you. Nope. Never. Nope. Here's another one. Cloth. This is this is how the coronavirus got spread in the first. That's place, right. right? That's we? right. That's where it came out. The whole thing. Yeah. They don't. That's yeah. what they don't. That's what they don't want you to know. Right. Okay. Exactly. A cloth. A method is more accurately referred to as the family cloth. And it is used by people who are trying to be as frugal or eco-friendly as possible. Think of it as like people that use uh, cloth diapers for their babies instead of sure. uh, disposables, sure. right? Soft fabric sourced from old flannel diapers or nightgowns works best for this. But you can also use towels, washcloths, or even old t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Simply rip the fabric into suitable sizes, trim them with pinky shears to prevent fraying. Um, Rob from Marketing gave me this toilet paper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Plant leaves is number eight. Or no, I'm sorry. Number, well, this is weird. Oh, yeah, that should be number, oh, well. They're just inserting it there. I don't know why that's Yeah, there. without a number. Yeah, that's hmm. weird. Uh, then they go on to corn husks. That's self-explanatory. <laughs> We've gotten our ten items. What about plant leaves? <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, maple leaves is number nine, so let's just say. Yeah, why did they? <laughs> this yeah. is a bad article. All right, maple Urban leaves. Urban survival site. Yeah, yeah, well done. Uh, unless you, if you're trying to survive on proper etiquette for making a blog post, don't go to this site. All right, maple leaves is there, and then they got mullein leaves, 
This is a growing or low-growing biennial plant flourishing in dry and sandy soils. It uh, Its leaves are a fair size and coated with a soft fuzz. Oh, I see what's going on here. Um, eight through... Oh, these are all leaves. All leaves. Okay. So, so okay. <laughs> we need some more things to round out our... Our list. Well, I was going to put leaves. Why don't we just talk about each individual kind of leaf you can use? Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, I'm skipping leaves. They're boring. Let's see. Yeah. It says a lot of these could be an irritant, so you have to be careful. Lettuce. Oh, there's one called the Devil's Club. Uh, they are covered Do in sharp thorns. Yeah, don't use the sharp thorns. Yeah. So anyway, Jeez. oh, it says um, there are several other types of leaves you could use, such as dandelion or hazelnut. But before you use them or any leaves mentioned here, make sure you have real-world experience identifying them in the wild. All right, this is great. Uh, that's going to do it for today's news. I'm glad I got you sure? Yeah. sure you got nothing else? Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher has been lurking in the chat room. He'll be here. We're going to talk about uh, an interesting aspect of conventions this year in particular. We'll get to that in a minute. And I think Daryl's around, but I haven't heard anything. Did we get an email? Let me check my email. Maybe we've got an email. Don't know. Let's see. Hmm. Uh, I don't see anything. Oh, I do. I see stuff. All right. Well, we'll bring him in, and we'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, before all that, all a right. song from Brian, who will sing it now with his own accompaniment. It's not a song that he's going to play. <laughs> he's just going to no, sing. No, no. This is all by me, people. Okay. All by me. Great. So uh, going to play a song now from Morgan Harper-Jones. Uh, she's got a brand new track called Lie to Me. And it's uh, the second track on... Oh, this is the second track ever that she's released. This is really cool. Oh, wow. She's from uh, Greater Manchester. Manchester. Um, here's probably what I'd compare it to. Uh, obviously, the, the, the first thing that comes to mind when you hear this is going to be um, Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap, uh, who does that, What You Say. It was on that Garden State uh, uh, soundtrack. It's very good. I was on the Garden State soundtrack. Jason Derulo included, like, sampled it for something he did. Um, this is a really, really cool track. The song again is called "Lie to Me." Here is Morgan Harper Jones. You really have a way with words, and I'm not one for sweet nothings, but the truth hurts. Or maybe you just don't think it through first. Now is not the time to remind me that you want nothing long term. So don't speak so coldly when holding me, it kills the mood. Lie to me. Lie to me. I know. It's only temporary Cause we both have to go Just lie to me Lie to me Or just don't say anything Cause I don't want to know just lie to me. Ooh. Ooh. 
This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. You. Yeah, you. I want you to get your tail back to the casino. Stay locked in your room until I figure out how to get the heat off. If you rammed Butcher, he's going to be all over us like a bad-looking woman. I'm sorry about that, Sonny. I just figured a dead cop was more pressure than a hit-and-run, that's all. Just get back to the hotel. Okay. Blood, sweat, semen, urine. (laughs) Americans can be very useful. This is The Morning Stream. (laughs) 
And we're back, everybody. That's true. Americans can be very useful. They can. Yep. True story. Been my experience as well. True story. True story. All right. We're going to get Stephen all up in it and uh, talk about delays, cancellations. Yeah. The nerd world is, uh, the nerd world is suffering from this uh, stuff. It's uh-huh. kind of bad. Um, let's see. Pulling them in. Hit an ad. All right. Let's do that. And while we do it, let's play this. Steven. It's Steven Schleicher, all the way from Majorspoilers.com and Major Spoilers uh, Central. We'll call it that. That's is a huge complex of multiple people who just do nothing but contribute to his fantastic blog and podcast network. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steven. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's mostly Steven by himself and a couple of friends. Oh, I think he's in the shower. Oh, is that? Oh no, I'm, I'm I'm spraying some Lysol. Oh, good, <laughs> good, good. That's as good as wiping. I heard from this list. Uh, also, yeah. also hand sanitizer with sixty eight percent alcohol. Oh, there you go. That's good. They say at good. least forty, right? Isn't that the thing? No, sixty. Sixty. 60%. Okay. Yeah, the stuff I have is sixty plus, and uh, uh, yeah, where I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever whatever virus uh, I need to get. Hey, here's the thing about uh, stuff with this virus thing. Uh. You know, it gets people pretty freaked out. But one of the things, oh, yeah. one of the things that we get to do here on the show is have a little bit of fun with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. have to laugh don't, at don't it. Think you gotta have some. Don't fun. think that I'm actually yeah. wasting Lysol because, man, uh, Saturday my wife went to the store and I just texted her. And I said, "So, how's the toilet paper section and the, uh, you know, the disinfectant section?" She's like, "It's full, no problem." Mm. Uh, wow. Then, we- then, oh wait, okay. then Saturday evening. There was a news, an unconfirmed case of the COVID-19 in Johnson <laughs> County. I went to the store on Wednesday, and if people follow my Instagram, uh, major spoilers, I took two pictures. One of the disinfectant aisle, totally wiped out. Mm-hmm. Another of the toilet paper aisle, mostly wiped out. Yet the paper towel aisle and the uh, tissue aisle, completely stocked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they get it in their heads that the, maybe it's the, see, I, I think it may be the roll format. Well, Maybe I guess it was paper towels. Saturday ta- night fever. Yeah, that's it. But I know, like the like paper towels are also in a roll format, right? But um, the, the maybe there's something about having a tissue, small tissue roll. paper is kind of a little too thin, I think. Yeah, but plus the the toilet paper is in a roll, and it's just you can take that anywhere. Toss one in the car because you're all having to leave. You know, like I don't know. There's something about toilet paper that's just so. It's so here's a little insight into the uh, Schleicher household. You mentioned uh, buying the toilet paper on Amazon. I think you guys talked about this a couple of months ago. We get these giant sized rolls of toilet paper that look like a wheel, like a spare tire mm-hmm. of yep. toilet paper. <laughs> and it's supposed to last you a, a month, and it does. So, yeah, get those. Those are great. Yeah, those are pretty good. I like those ones in the um, – you go to like a men's room in a mall or whatever, and they're like, they <laughs> like, that. like that. But they're thicker. Yeah, they're it's like thicker. But it, but it's one of those bigger ones, right? Like a big. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, but those things are so cheap. They're transparent. They're That's horrible. True. <laughs> at, at the gas stations, ours. It's uh, Charmin. It's you know whatever you're not supposed yeah. to squeeze. Oh exactly. yeah, that's Charmin. Don't Other squeeze the Charmin. Hands, apparently, right yeah. now. Good stuff. <laughs> well, anyway, we're. Just, oh, so hey, yeah. guess what? what? The uh, the Emerald City Comic Con was supposed to take place this weekend. Yeah. It's canceled. Not, not now, is it? Wow. No, yeah. it's it's really funny how this worked because like two weeks ago, uh, the Emerald City Comic Con said, hey, look, we are working with Convention Center. We're going to make sure that there's more cleaning in progress. We're going to be taking care of this. No problem. Mm-hmm. And then the week after, like the Monday after C2E2, which I was also surprised there was not a bigger concern about that. Uh, then a bunch of publishers started pulling out Dark Horse, DC, 
um, Vault Comics and a few others were like, I'm sorry, we're not going. And we're telling all of our creators not to go either. Jim Lee even said, you know what, I'm not going to go either. Mm -hmm. And then the very next day, in fact, I think it was Friday afternoon, uh, Emerald City said, okay, look, we're going to cancel this. Anybody who wants their tickets back can have all their money back. We're not going to tell you to do this. Instead, we're going to postpone this until later in the year, later in the summer. Oh, wow. And my guess is that that show's not going to be rescheduled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, I, that's the hard thing. Like, GDC did a similar thing where they said, we're delaying it till late summer. But people are like, where are you delaying? Like, to what? Yeah. And and there's big questions about them even doing that. So, so it wouldn't be. Yeah, wouldn't I, it just doesn't make sense because, it, you know, the best thing would be, hey, if you want your money back, go ahead and request it and we'll process it. Or you could just hold on to your ticket and use it when the show comes back on this particular date. But they didn't announce a date. And they said, if uh, you don't have to contact us about refunds, we're processing them all right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So I don't think ECC is coming back. Uh, I have a feeling that we have some other conventions that are coming up. Uh, the New York Comic Con should be rather interesting when that hits. And it'll be very interesting to see how this all plays out as we move to the San Diego Comic-Con this summer. Mm -hmm. uh, now, in addition to the Emerald City Comic-Con, South by Southwest was canceled. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. And it, and again, right on the eve of it, like it's right yeah, around yeah, the corner, yeah. and then boom, and the done. only thing that I can think of is that there are millions of missed opportunities going on right now. You said, oh, how will the nerd world survive? Why isn't DC immediately saying, hey, we're going to be holding virtual panels. Come to our website on this day, oh, and we'll so be streaming this panel for you. Mm -hmm. That would be brilliant. That would be really brilliant. They should, yeah. uh, they should do that across the board. Instead of canceling South by Southwest, why hasn't Apple or Amazon or Hulu stepped up and said, we're buying the streaming rights to all these movies that we're going to be shown, and you will watch them for the next month, and then those rights will revert back to whoever wants to buy it. Yeah. They've totally missed opportunity. Now, mm -hmm. for gamers... We don't have to worry about going to the to the store on March 20th to get uh, the the Animal Crossings, right? Yeah. Uh, because uh, we can get that stuff downloaded. Sure. Uh, movies we can download. Right. Uh, so there are, there are plenty of opportunities for us to continue our pop culture fun, but I see many 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 more missed opportunities because people aren't looking to the web as much as they should. Well, there I yeah. I think there's actually still time for one of the big streaming giants to announce that they're going to do a South by Southwest virtual tour of the stuff that they were going to premiere there. I think that can actually yeah. still happen. So I'm not I'm not I'm not convinced they won't um and I don't think logistically it's that difficult. Um uh, I, I don't think it is either because no. everything is if I'm correct, if I remember correctly, everything is submitted digitally now to South by Southwest. So you don't even have you know, a film reel to, to yeah, show. you don't have to ship around a film reel full of freaking celluloid. You can just go mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. show it. Mm -hmm. So I actually think there's still a chance there, and they're I I know no, I think somebody's going to stumble. They're going to miss an opportunity, just like everybody misses opportunities. These I guess days. so. I don't know. This uh, one just seems too easy, but whatever. We'll see if they. Here's do. the here's the negative side effect of um, whether it's Emerald City Comic Con being closed or South by Southwest, and some indie creator isn't able to show their stuff. Um, the creators who go to the show and set up their booths and that becomes a big part of their income uh, for the year from selling prints or autographs or whatever it is, those people are getting no money out of this deal. Yeah. Yeah. They get nothing, right? Like I heard yeah. a, I, there was a little group of a bunch of them that are like, well, here's the thing. I can't cancel my flights or else I'm incurring huge fees. So I'm still going to Seattle. Anyone else want to hole up in a rented, you know, small space in a hotel somewhere and, and we'll, you know, we'll just jam. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of that going on, I guess. There is some of that. There's a lot of people that are setting up online stores to say, hey, if you wanted a commission, I've set up a virtual commission or I've got my online store, please go purchase there. So if you were planning on going to the Emerald City Comic Con uh, specifically to see individual creators to buy product from them, reach out to them directly. I'm sure that they have something set up where you can purchase content from them uh, over the internet. Yeah, it's like and so one I guy. would really suggest people do that because uh, DC isn't isn't losing money by not hosting a panel saying here's what's coming out uh, next year. They're not losing any money from that. In fact, they're saving a ton of money. Right, right. But it's the creators who expect that income uh, to help pay offset the cost of a trip or to help uh, cover their next three months of rent. Those are the people that are going to hurt the most. Yeah, there. And I've seen some posts from people saying uh, Comic Con or Emerald City Comic Con got canceled. Unfortunately, my bank note did not. So please, right. you know, th- consider supporting me this way because you would, if you were going there anyway and you were going to, well, here's another way. And though, that's absolutely a cool thing you could do. Reach out and find those guys. Yeah. Um, so uh, as we look to other conventions, the one that I'm most interested in, and I looked this morning and they did release a statement this morning, is NAB, which takes place uh, at, in the first weekend in, uh, first week in April. They have said that they're going to continue the show. And uh, they're just going to sanitize a lot more often. Uh, But that is a huge worldwide show. And I don't know. I'm not going to make big predictions, but I'm going to bet that show attendance is going to be way down. If they're going to go, I mean, I guess it depends on where, what's the least um, financially precarious move for them. But when people pull out, especially presenters, exhibitors, um, you know, whatever big names are tied to a show like that that usually forces their hand and they don't have a choice but have to Mm -hmm. i mean the reason Mm -hmm. the emerald city comic-con canceled wasn't because they're truly worried about the the virus it was because big people weren't coming (laughs) yeah and that's going to affect the draw right that's going to affect the number of people who want to come come to those shows but south by southwest was like no we were working with the city of austin and the visitor convention bureau uh, they told us that we should cancel this. And so that's why we're doing that for health reasons. Yeah, I could see that. But in their case too, they had major pullouts. Like I think Facebook pulled out. And yeah. Apple uh, Facebook, out. Apple. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge list uh, that pulled out. Ozzy Osbourne decided not to go. Yeah. He's, he's, well, he's in the, he's in the high risk group, man. You gotta get him yeah, away from it. <laughs> I heard yeah. his, his new songs kind of uh, terrible, by the way. I just want to put that oh, out there. No, it's, really? Yeah. The oh. thing, he, the thing he did with Post Malone is very good, but his, um, his new album, I think it's called an, an ordinary man or something. It's just a little, I don't know. feel like they're, I'm not sure about it. Anyway, just a side note. I've been to, I, I had a Aussie spate during the week where I listened to a bunch of old stuff, middling stuff. And then now this, and I just, it's not, it's not great. It's okay. I'm sure some okay. fans are going to be stoked about it anyway. Uh, so let's, let's predict ahead uh, a little bit. Do you think? I mean, New York City Comic Con is when normally? What's the? It's in the it's in the fall. Do you think that it's in October? This is way too early to say whether any of those guys get affected. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it is really way too early to see what happens, and I know a lot of people will say, "Oh, you know, these things kind of die off in the summer," and that's that's generally true for most most influenza type stuff that it, it will die off. Although you still are going to see a lot of people that are sick. Uh, I would point to the um, the flu epidemic of uh, 1918 where indeed it did go down over the summer, but it came back in uh, September, October with a vengeance and uh, went on to do some, some big damage. So um, yeah, we can't really predict. And really I would be hesitant to say anything about um, San Diego comic-con this early, but I think if we see what happens with NAB and we get to may and there's still no break in this, 
then I think we'll see some of these other big conventions say it's not worth the it's not worth the risk and hassle. Uh, in fact, Planet Comic Con is coming up not this weekend but the weekend after, I believe. They've said that it's it's uh, business as usual for them now. Mm. Now that apparently someone in the chat said that unconfirmed case is now a confirmed case uh, in in Johnson County, it'll be interesting to see if the show and I would watch the Planet Comic Con especially to see what they do this week. Uh, to see if, if they're going to change their, their policies or protocol. But they just said, hey, look, we're going to keep things clean for you. Come on down. We've got John Cleese coming. We've got all these other older older people showing up to the show that you don't want to miss. <laughs> or get here now before older the people virus aren't afraid. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know if this um, – let's, let's say that, it, that um, if it has any sustaining power through the summer, and you're right, it normally – you know, in, regular influences tend to die off. Who knows how virulent this is uh, in in the larger picture or anything? But if it if it's still going strong and everybody still got concerns by you know let's say July, um, I wonder if this isn't just the year that Blizzard has an excuse to cancel, just straight up cancel BlizzCon. I mean they've done it before, but for other reasons like we have a very busy year in 2012 or in 2006 they had a very busy year and so they didn't do them then. I wonder if there's any pressure on them to. You know, I don't know. This is too, I, too early yeah, to say, right? It's too early. Yeah. But, but it, really, honestly, if convention convention people are concerned about, um, maybe it's not the convention people, but if, if publishers and people that were hosting panels are scared of going and are pulling out, man, take this stuff virtually. You know, even if you have to sell a virtual ticket, there's so many easy ways to do that these days. In fact, I've even said that if there's any uh, publisher that would like to do a virtual panel that was scheduled at Emerald City Comic Con. I'll be happy to do it on our own Twitch channel. Yeah, uh, come in and we'll set it all up, and and uh, you know we'll Skype in or or Discord in all of your your panel presenters, and we'll just run the panel that way virtually, and it'll be open to everybody. Yeah, so just do like it's like a Nintendo Direct, but for everyone. Everyone just do yeah. it. Do it. This this yeah. is the year to do that to try it out. You know what, Comic Con in San Diego. This is your year to actually test out. A virtual ticket it doesn't mean you have to even do one next year just try it out see how it fits this way you're not you know losing as much as you were going to lose and i don't know there's there's opportunities here like you said like you yes said. there are there are there are plenty of opportunities in this even though this is this is not good news and we are having a little bit of fun with it at the same time you got to be looking for ways that you can turn this negative into a positive yeah see look at that Spring. Unlike our 401ks, which are screwed. <laughs> well, they are now. As of this morning, <laughs> I think mine is, yeah, over. not a great time. Well, somebody, uh, uh, the president's son a week ago said, I would invest if I were you guys. Mm. Um, I'd buy. Right now is the time to buy. Something. And then huh, if yeah. if you had done that nine days ago or whatever it was when he said it. Yeah, you'd be screwed. You'd be so screwed today. <laughs> so whoever took his advice, I'm so sorry. You shouldn't have yeah. done that. Eric's an idiot. Yeah, you should have known better anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I don't I have my sympathy only goes so far. All right. Uh, hey, so there you go. Fantastic uh, stuff having you on here. And uh, I like the positive attitude. Let's go, you guys. Positives, positives. Chin up. Yeah. Ch- chin up. Make it happen. Uh, also, there's lots of content and cool stuff happening virtually on Majorspoilers.com. Anything else you want to mention to people? Uh, wash your face. Yep. Don't touch your hands. And stay hydrated. Oh, yeah. Stay hydrated. <laughs> but don't buy all the water bottles. They're, your tap water's still fine. But, yeah, stay hydrated. It's a good idea. Don't touch your hands. Bye, Steven. Yeah, don't touch your hands. There's that, see, there's that Futurama episode where Lur eats the stoner. He eats the hippie, uh-huh. and a hippie had pot in him, so now he's stoned. <laughs> and he goes, oh, my nice. my hands are so big. And then he says, 
What was the word? He says something like, they can touch everything but themselves. And, and then he goes, <laughs> he goes like this. He puts them together and goes, oh, wait. <laughs> it's one of my favorite moments in that I show. need to go back and watch some of those. I think I, uh, there, there's, there's whole seasons I haven't seen of Futurama. I am jealous of you because I would love to I'm go. Getting to experience those again for the first time. Yes. Oh, man. That would be wonderful. All right. Uh, time for <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> in, in lieu of a theme song we have <laughs> we have this all right we're gonna bring daryl in we're gonna talk to him we're gonna see what's up um i am two episodes behind now on picard which makes me a bad fan i'm one episode behind so good good uh, last one i saw was the him in a french hat thing uh-huh. uh that the deal eye patch yeah the eye patch episode directed by the one the only jonathan frakes uh, still kind of a rotten episode. But anyway, hey, let's do this. Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? Daryl, are you there? Mr. Ibbett, you mean you're behind on Futurama still? Yes, Oh, he is. still, and yeah, I haven't watched a Futurama episode for years, and I know there were seasons I missed that I need to go back and watch. How could you miss a season of that? I know. Because I'm too busy watching brand new stuff. That's right. <laughs> Busy guy, got like stuff to do. And, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know what though? Just pop that on while you're working. It'll make you yeah. laugh while you're getting shit done. It's great. Well, the problem is that when I'm working, I'm usually finding music for Soundography or Coverville or Guess the Connection or TMS. True. So <laughs> right. stuff that's visual, absolutely. Stuff that's audio, eh, a little tougher. Next to time you're doing an ad for Billy Bob's Old Oldsmobile of Alabama. You put that on. Have that plan. Okay, we'll do. We'll yeah. do. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Daryl is here. He is the Trek nerd. He comes on Mondays and uh, talks about Star Trek and the state of things in Star Trek. Right now, we got you know Picard in full swing. Almost uh, what are we? Three episodes from the end of the mm -hmm. season, something like that. Uh, how how are we doing there with that thing? You were pretty bummed about two episodes ago, but uh, uh, did they oh, redeem the themselves? One after that is. I would call it the best episode in 30 years. Whoa! That's so not the, not last week's episode, but the week before, correct? Right. Yep. Yeah. And that's yeah. the one you that saw. Good. You've seen it, Brian. So you do you yes. concur? I would you... agree that it's really good. I don't know if I'd say. I'm kind of looking at the whole season as a whole, but I think it was a really good episode, and I, I don't think I hated the previous episode as much as Daryl, but I don't feel like it was the, the strongest thing we've seen yet in that series. Does this? Uh, do we finally got? Troy and Riker in there now? Is there oh, yeah. I don't want to know. Oh, okay. you don't no. want to know. Okay. <laughs> no, they're not there. No. I don't want to know, but uh, yeah, yeah, yes, now I know. <laughs> I mean, we know they're in there. Everybody we just... knew, really. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they were in the trailer. I knew they were coming at some point. I just didn't know when. Sure took them long enough to pop their heads in. You know? Yeah, we got to keep you watching. I guess yeah, so. Keep me sure. hooked. Keep me on your service is what you you're doing. put all of the former... TNGers in the first episode, and then people are like, <laughs> "All right, guess we're done. That's all we need to watch." Yeah, you got to spread your fan service around. That's true. That's right. So, uh, Daryl, uh, so the, the the quality of the last couple, you have good feelings about how they're going to finish this, or does it feel like it's reaching a, an important, you know, are these good milestones toward a satisfying finish in your mind? I think so. I think it's going getting better each time. Mm. That's good news. So yeah, that's that's. All I'm I not a fan of fan service. So the last episode, I didn't love it as much as most people, but it was still nice. I mean, how could you not love Troy? And I mean, 
how could you not love certain people getting back together? <laughs> yeah, how, oh, that, but you can't unring that bell. That bell's already been rung. So, yeah. Nice G- try, though. Thank you. I appreciate the yeah. attempt. G- Genie's out of that bottle, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do Okay, here's a question. Because every season or every series since, uh, I guess that would just be Voyager... And I don't. I guess you can't count Discovery. So maybe this isn't. This is not even a thing. But it seems like ever since TNG, they found a way to bring Dwight Schultz into something and and bring uh, him into something and make uh, what's his name on Star Trek? Um, Barkley. Uh, Barkley. They seem Barkley. to get Barkley in there somehow. They wedge him in sideways. Do you think we're going to get a Barkley appearance? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Dang what? It. No. Even uh, as like a cameo, he brings a plate of broccoli to somebody, and it's a nice, funny joke, and they just you know laugh him off stage. <laughs> no. Ah, that reminds me of a joke you haven't seen yet. Oh, really? In the, in the show? Uh, it has to do with an animal. Oh, okay. Hold on, let me think. An animal. Oh no, you won't guess. I'm right. gonna guess it has something to do with that episode in TNG where they all turn into primal versions of themselves. Is it something to do no, with that? No. Okay, so Riker doesn't get all hairy and flip me off by the fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite images in all of Star Trek history. Chatroom, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look for Riker flip off or bird. Oh yeah. Uh caveman or something like that just just those yeah. words will get you there and look for an image of Riker hanging out by the fish tank in in uh, Picard's office and he's like a caveman and he's got his bird out and he's just holding it against the glass and he's just completely flipping off the world it's mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> it's good stuff all right does Riker sit in any chairs in the new episode that's what I want to know oh I didn't even notice to look for that but I didn't Okay, so we don't know about it that. It didn't jump out at me if he did. All right, he's got his beard still. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, Troy still lovely, lovely Marina oh, Sirtis. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. Marina Sirtis does a great acting job in here. She's cool. She's must have been busy or going to acting school or something. That's good. I wish we would have seen more things with her in it. it feels like she just kind of disappeared mm-hmm. from all everything but conventions after Star Trek ended. Doesn't seem like we saw much more. Although there is that movie. She should have where a lot, she, had a lot of time in 2020 now. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is that episode where she, or not episode, there was some movie where she ran around topless. You guys remember this? This is a thing. <laughs> the whole movie where she ran around topless. Well, hold on. What was that called? Hold on. Uh, Bobby Franks found the middle finger thing. Oh, he did? Good job, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Marina Sirtis. Here we go. Maybe you're thinking please of a soccer me, match. Please tell me you're Googling uh, Marina Sirtis topless. I found it. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Uh, oh, I don't want to go to that site. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? There, she, there she is. And uh, what movie is this? Doesn't see what the movie is. My Buddy is the movie. My Buddy. Hold on. Deanna Troy in. Yeah, she's. They don't give me the name of the damn thing, but she was she's running around with the with her with her uh, friends out, her two bald friends out. So there's that. She's running around with her tens forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she covered up her gynan. So everything's fine. <laughs> All right, that's terrible. Wow, that's terrible. I'm All not right, going there. No, nah, we're not going there. All right, so Daryl, uh, what else? Uh, 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 oh. Um, no, that's all I had. And do you have anything else? Oh, oh I know <laughs> what it was. I know what it was. The thing, the the show with the um, uh, 
uh, uh, Michelle Yeoh in it, the, the spinoff from Discovery. Oh, yeah. When's that happening? Section 31. It's still... Why do I hear an echo? I don't know. You shouldn't. Oh, now it's gone. Okay. Uh, it's uh, going to be made. It's not... I don't know if they're in production yet. I don't think so. But it's but a bit, a bit it's planned. We're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm actually yep. looking forward to that. I think that's going to be cool. I wanted that one to be kind of the hardcore track, like, you know, sabotage and sabotage, sorry. And I wanted to have, like, <laughs> knives and sneakiness and stealthy business and, you know, heisty episodes and stuff like that. That's what I want. Because, you know, you're going to get – give me your uh, – you know, you got Picard, which is like your retro good feeling, you know, hey, we're going to go back and fix things kind of show. You got Discovery, which is kind of your, I don't know, your answer to prequel needs, okay? And then you got that other thing you were talking about, a new Trek with a new captain, possibly the Enterprise set post-Picard. That's like your true Trek, potentially. And then you got the cartoons. The only thing you're not you're not filling here is some kind of edgy business you need something a little more edge to it and so i think sector what is it called section sector what is it oh yeah lower decks no 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 the the live action one the with the lady with oh. michelle yo what's that called daryl you just said it what's it called wait daryl daryl there yeah. oh i got disconnected am i oh, back yeah you're back you're here oh it is section 31 section 31 that's yeah, it section 31 yeah when they do that then we get the edge right you need mm-hmm. the edge right the boot right. edge edge we got our, our drama. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. Edge. What edge? edge? It'll be edgy is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, you cut out and so you didn't hear all that, but. You might not have heard yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. I want edgy. I want like, uh, you know, you won't like that. See, you're not an edgy no. Trek guy, but that's what I'm saying. You'll have all these other Trek things covered potentially. And then you have the little edgy one. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Hopefully it'll be something for everyone. Yeah. That's what we're hoping. Do you think they're working on a new cinematic universe that eventually we're going to just be just go crazy with the Trek and the movies are going to happen again and all that? I think so. I do. All right. Now, supposedly they're working on a movie again. Right. But it's not the Tarantino one. No. Oh, and it's important to mention that Daryl, you know, you say, no, I don't want edginess in my Trek, but Daryl likes edginess. He loves the expanse. So, well, is that edgy? That's. Just, I mean, it's just a different world, and it's true yeah. to itself. So, what you're what you're yeah. basically saying is, okay, you established a thing, now be true to that thing, and sometimes Trek veers from right. That. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. that. But the expense, the expanse, spared no expense. <laughs> <laughs> spared no expense. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, very nice. All right, Daryl Skeels, everybody. He is the Trek nerd. You can find him on Twitter at that name. Right. Right. You mm-hmm. didn't change it. You didn't change that, did you? Did you? No. No, no, still I'm the same. still that, and I'm there. All right, well, check that out. Uh, Daryl, any any final advice for the listeners before you go? Always gaw your gaw. Oh, my gosh, mm. don't do that. Gross. Stay gaudrated. Gross. All right. You. Brian, I now present to you a mashup called Seasoned Banger. I oh, God, okay. Don't remember that, but we're going to hear it and find out for ourselves. This is from Jamie. Enjoy. If I was your girlfriend, I'd never let you go. Charlie says. Charlie says. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. 
if you don't bring me a Coke Zero, your punishment will be severe. Carol. Carol? Did Carol? You, did you sign the birthday card to prepare some <laughs> Put 10 bucks in there for Carol's present. Give oh. him a little bit of the old double bubble. Double bubble. There's Maria Sh Sharpa, Sharpie, lo lobia, lobia, labia. Sharpa Nova. Sharpie, my, someone sharpied my labia. The one here is Cox. And you hate uh, Cox. hate him. Yeah, you hate yeah. Cox. Yeah. We don't like Cox here. And so, uh, really? it's, no, it doesn't do the service that we would like. I wouldn't have guessed. Cox could perform better, and it chooses not to. Yeah. Dear Gary Larson, cows cannot stand up, smoke cigarettes, and say the word car when they see a car approaching. I'm the New South Wales Health Minister. Uh, Let me finish my meat pie and I'll try and stop those baboons. As long as you're sorry, it's okay. You can go ahead and oh, go. You stole a six-pack of Tuborg. You're going to the pokey, mister. The faster you pedal, the faster your tank goes. <laughs> Look, the guy's got to get his Pringles. How are you going to do That's it? Right. You got to bamp for your Pringles is what you got to do. Hold uh, on, kid. Right, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get some Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> you made him very jaunty in your version. Yeah, well, he's very jaunty in my world. Yeah, I like it. I did that with a chicken sandwich, but I knuckled it. I didn't finger it. I knuckled it. The chicken sandwich or the touchscreen? The touchscreen. I didn't knuckle my chicken sandwich. <laughs> you didn't finger your chicken sandwich? <laughs> no. No, I did not. Chatroom says Scott has three kids. He's a seasoned banger. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh. <laughs> it only confirms that he's banged three times. So yeah. you don't know if he's seasoned or not. <laughs> right. Yeah, how do, you, how do they know? That's all we know. He might have a 100% success rate. Right. And how do you know for two of those, I wasn't knocked out and someone extracted my seed? <laughs> I like how it's someone, too. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows indeed? <laughs> That's why I didn't remember. It wasn't here. It was on core that we it was talked core. about. It was core, yeah. Seasoned banger. Fantastic. Nice job, Jamie. He's at TMS Mashups, by the way, on Twitter, and uh, he's great. Makes good stuff. He's good. He's very, very, very good. We pretty, 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 pretty good. good. I hear that season is so freaking laugh out loud funny. I need to it's catch fantastic. up. Yes. Yeah, I've heard nothing little, but good you things. A couple of, couple of things are predictable. You see where something's going at the top of the show. It's like, oh, okay, this is how they're going to. This is how they're going to wrap it around to bite them in the ass at the end of the show. Yeah. But uh, it's how they get there. They get still the ones. It. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. sad when that doesn't exist anymore. I know, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. That's the show for you there, everybody. Big thanks to everybody for watching. Patreon.com slash TMS is our uh, way of supporting us. And uh, just about to submit some new art for this month's artwork uh, for those at that level. So looking forward to that. Got some good stuff for that. And uh, you can find out details at Patreon.com slash TMS. For everything else, FrogPants.com slash TMS. And keep those emails coming. The morning stream at gmail.com is a great place to send those. And uh, we look forward to it. All right. Brian, unless you've got anything else... You should play a song. I've got nothing else, Scott. I've got nothing else to give. Great. Uh, well, yeah, I do. I have one last thing to give. So we lost Max von Sydow, 90-year-old Max von Sydow. The dude was in so much uh, geek culture stuff that we love, like uh, Flash Gordon, of course, being the Merciless. Uh, he was in that Star Wars uh, Force Awakens at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. um, he was in uh, Game of Thrones here recently. Game of Thrones, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to play something uh, tied to one of his other famous movies, uh, specifically The Exorcist. He was Father... Uh, Father Marin in The Exorcist. Yep. Looked the same and, age uh, then that he does now, even though he was like 38 or something then. but Kind of does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Strange Brew, <coughs> which we watch for film sack. Yep. <coughs> Coronavirus. 
anyway, um, he just passed away uh, over the weekend um, or even like this morning. So let's play a cover in tribute to him. Um, this is a cover of the theme song to The Exorcist, which is called Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield. Um, but this is, uh, uh, you know, the closest thing I could find to a cover. I have a couple covers of Flash Gordon's theme. They're not very good. So we're going to go with, uh, we're going to go with this. This is by a band called Terradrome from the Hollywood versus hip hop tribute that came out, uh, about three or four years ago. It is a cover of the exorcist slash tubular bells. Nice. That image I just put up chat room was Max von Sydow in strange brew. And, uh, yeah. He, uh, it's one of my favorite mute gifts I ever made. Where he, he <laughs> oh, really? Me. Yeah. Cool. Is that one where he shuts the beer door on uh, Bob McKenzie <laughs> oh, yeah. and he's about to get flooded with beer and has to drink it all? Right. It yeah. has to drink it all and then yeah. pee it out. It's good yeah. stuff. Anyway, uh, rest in peace. You were, you were a rad dude. And also totally now, right. here is that song. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new show. Please come back then. Goodbye.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Ha <laughs> ha!